Hi, everyone. I'm Shauna. I'm Daniel. I'm Chandra. We're from Living Hope. And this is another episode of Parenting with Hope. Well, hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of Parent Training Video. Uh, it's uh, myself, Daniel, uh, and Shauna. And we are here to uh, give you some more training for you as parents at home as you disciple your kids. Um, on this week, we want to talk about um, more focusing on kids who may have fallen away from their faith. And of mm -hmm. course, this is uh, a, an issue that we see. Um, uh, doesn't matter what kid you have or how you raise them, but sometimes you do the best you can. And whatever you do, uh, for some reason, they just don't believe anymore. And uh, especially as a young adults pastor, this is something I see that happens uh, with young adults as well. Like it just, they come out of youth ministry and they just fall off. And it doesn't matter if you have great parenting or if they've gone to church all their life. Um, and so we're, we're seeing uh, the responses from young adults that, that church may not be a priority or it's not relevant to their lives. It's they're, they're too busy. Um, they feel like it's not authentic and, and, and their experience of church may also play into that. Uh, but uh, Shauna, do you have any experience with why young adults would fall off? Yeah, I think um, there's lots of literature out there today on the topic and lots of things. I think though um, a couple things come to mind when I look at this and think of, you know, people in my sphere of influence that I know. Um, I think we underestimated the influence of postmodernism where you know there is no absolute truth and we tolerate mm. everything and we're inclusive of every uh every thought and, and every train of thought and every idea and we approve everything you know and so that came to our, our, our kids you know in school and now we have social media um so many influences right and it was subtle i mean yeah. i think i had it come at us with a bright blaring neon sign we would have been aware of it but we weren't right. and it was subtle and so because the church takes a stand on different topics right and i hope we do that in love but because we've taken a stand on certain things um you know there's a, just a group of kids that are like well you're not tolerant and inclusive therefore i don't want to be a part of this group of people yeah that's one thing i think the other some other things is that you know to some degree um there's a whole maybe generation of of parents or group of parents that kind of relegated the um development of faith an authentic faith to the church and we cannot we cannot um what's the quote we don't church our kids into faith right mm -hmm. um that one or two hours a week is not enough. And so if kids weren't seeing that authentically lived out in their homes or were able to have those conversations about faith in their homes, they didn't see the relevance of it, right? And so those are a couple of reasons. I mean, there's probably a myriad of reasons why kids yes. actually walk away, right? There's other trauma and tragedy uh, in lives that happen. Um, but those are a couple of things that I can think of, you know, so yeah. if kids, yeah. For sure. And uh, there, we don't want to spend too much time talking about the reasons no. because I'm sure parents at home uh, personally have their own reasons. And we right. recognize this can be a very delicate topic because Absolutely. you as a parent may feel like you have tried everything and you believe that you've mm -hmm. um, raised your kids to be well, and uh, but then for whatever reason they fall away. And so this is a delicate topic because yes. um, it's personal. 
and it, it sucks and and um, uh, it, it's heartbreaking. But uh, we wanted to uh, give you uh, uh, some tools and uh, about how we can tackle this together and how we can view it in a way that may give the best chance to help your kids to know what to do when they're in this situation. Right. So I, I can start us off here. I think that um, uh, my experience in youth ministry, it's uh, uh, just looking at the kids. Uh, I'll tell you now, I think maybe half of the kids in our youth ministry don't believe. And that, and that might be startling to some people, but um, I think for, for me as a youth pastor, I think that's actually great success because they have felt comfortable enough to, 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 to participate with us week in, week out and feel like they belong. And, and we worked really yeah. hard so that the youth leaders, you know, uh, don't make sure that everyone feels like they belong before they believe. And, and, right. and at times it, it is heartbreaking that I wish like I could just grab them and say like, this is what you should believe. But at other times it, it's just this sense of like, no, God's got it under control. And so huge thing is um, to listen to them. I think uh, uh, sometimes um, they don't have the words or the, the thoughts yet uh, or the feelings um, to know what is happening on the inside or what they truly believe. And so just giving them that space without judgment or giving your own opinions to let them talk and express what is happening on the inside. And, it, and it, when those moments come out of doubt, it's just taking those times to really slow down and, and give them that space to listen. And I think that's really important because they want to feel heard and valued. And this is, I think this yeah. is a great tool to do it when they're young, but also to cultivate that in your relationship with them as they grow older. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Building relationship, right? Because that's what our faith is. It's a relationship between ourselves and God. And we do that, you know, by, by um, talking to God and being with him. And so we need to do the same for our kids, right? And so, yeah, building relationship constantly, just allowing them um, to talk and to express their doubts and concerns and questions, right? And creating that space for them is beautiful. Um, that's your interesting stat for you with uh, your youth. For kids here at the church, I am absolutely amazed at how many kids um, study scripture, know it well, um, have family devotion times. Um, you know, so I, I, I am really encouraged by what parents are doing, um, mm -hmm. you know, with, with some of our children here at the church. I'm seeing that kids are, uh, parents are working very intentionally to build a authentic faith in their kids and I'm excited by that so that in my heart or in my mind means that they are having those conversations and they are allowing their kids to participate and listen and they're they're able to see authentic faith being lived out in their homes which will serve them well in the years to come I think for those parents who though you know as we're talking have had kids you know question faith or walk away from it I think it's important for them to recognize and just acknowledge that's that's a huge disappointment it's a mm -hmm. massive disappointment as a parent. And there's all sorts of opportunity to go back to, I didn't do this. I should have done this. I should have said that. I didn't, you know, that whole burden of regret. And I think that I just would love uh, to give permission to parents to say, release the regret um, and give it to Jesus and be done with it. 
and don't keep coming back to it. Um, we, we are not perfect people and we're not perfect parents. And we're all going to do things that, um, some things we, we were gonna do that we didn't even realize at the time was not a good idea, right? And mm -hmm. only years later are we gonna discover and then there's some things, you know, we're sinful people too. We're, we're going to be selfish at times. And there's certain things we're going to do that, yeah, you know, might cause hurt to our kids. But it's just giving that over to Jesus and letting him clean us and cleanse us of all that regret and move to a place of hope because he's a God of hope. And, yeah. and I think, you know, just praying and waiting and uh, knowing that bad time, God is not wasting this time where our kids are, you know, um, outside um, their faith, outside of faith relationship with, with Christ. God is not wasting that time. He's doing something in their heart and mind and their life. Mm -hmm. And uh, we just, yeah, we need to give that over and know God has something better in store for them. I'm sure that we want it to happen, you know, in, in an instant, in the snap of the fingers, but yeah. who knows how God is, is working out his good purposes in that child. Mm -hmm. And and this is so important, what Sean and I are saying, is to cultivate this relationship with your kid. Because uh, we think of the alternative, which is to argue your way for them to believe. And that has proven not to be effective. Like, my, my proof of that is just think about how you have come to faith. It wasn't because someone argued you into believing. Um, it, it was... And, and you can't come with all the facts and you can't nitpick every issue that your child comes to you with and, and to argue them because you may win the argument, but you're not going to win that relationship. Mm -hmm. And so just really being able to cultivate that uh, environment where they can come to you with their questions and yeah. being able to listen to them well, and then grieving uh, just the loss of, the, of what, um, what could have been and uh, that their faith that is they're just on a they're just off their journey and uh and then just hoping and praying these are all mm -hmm. just great things that uh we want to help you as a parent instill into your kids yeah i think too like um going back to your point and not arguing you know um I, I think that you know it's just important for us to share our faith um, the reason why we believe, the reason for the hope that we have, right? And scripture tells us that that is what changes hearts and lives. It's when um, I believe this about God because I've experienced this and I've read yes. this word mm -hmm. and, and not forcing it on anybody, but just, just sharing our story of how we've been impacted by the gospel and what faith means to us and just allowing God to take those words and use them however, you know, in a child's life. Um, and, and allowing, um, allowing them to doubt and to yes. bring their claims, their skepticism forward um, and just saying, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know about some of the things that you're talking about or whatever. Let's, let's research that together. Let's talk about that together. Um, let's, let's look at all sorts of, you know, points of view. And um, maybe at, you know, at the end of the day, some of those conversations are you just agree to disagree. You know, yeah. I believe this and you believe that right now we can agree to disagree in love mm -hmm. and end uh, some of those conversations that way. Yeah. Yeah. It reminds me of a quote that Andy Stanley says, and it was quite startling when I, when I first read it, he says his goal for parenting kids is not to uh, have perfectly behaved kids. Yeah. And I think in the back of a lot of uh, minds of parents is, is that is they believe that's their goal. 
And that's a lot of pressure to raise kids that will not embarrass you and will do well and have great grades. And then uh, one day that when they choose not to believe that can be very detrimental to um, you as a parent. But uh, what Andy Stanley is saying is not to be the permissive parent either. He's not saying that. Right, right, yeah. But what he's saying is um, if you raise your kids with uh, the relationship in mind over uh, just a set of rules and values, uh, then you're going to have a different outlook in how you parent your kids. Um, He says you're going to break your own rules. You're going (laughs) to... Uh, like you're going to change on the fly because you know in this moment your kid needs you and so um, and and if you have that goal in mind of having the relationship first you will see that um, uh, your kids will have a space that they can come back to and he says he paints the picture of like you know he wants to have a great environment where the kids want to come home even when they don't have to Uh, where the kids want to hang out with the parents even when they don't have to and so that's a really beautiful image of of what relationship can be and uh, especially if a kid is really struggling with their faith uh, to know as they're struggling that parents are going to be there for them going to love them right um, and they can come back to that yeah yeah as i said there's no perfect parents right and and there are also no perfect children and i can tell you that from working with kids here at the church <laughs> you know um as as much as as i was saying lots of these children have a deep faith with christ and they know his word and they pray well and you know all that kind of stuff they also do all sorts of things you know they poke their neighbor and they you know they they don't share well and they <laughs> all these kinds of things yeah so again our goal you know we've talked about this before dan our goal can't be behavior right it's got to be heart change right Mm -hmm. and uh and that's so important and that that comes about right by when they when they encounter jesus and they see jesus authentically in other people um Mm -hmm. then then their hearts are changed one other thing i was just thinking of too daniels you know i would elicit the help of other parents and Mm -hmm. i would elicit the help of people who will pray for your kids too you know and uh, uh, we did that long ago. We a- actually happened to live uh, outside of Regina at a different ministry play, a place we were at. And uh, there was a lot of uh, retired folks there who mm. prayed over our kids at the time who were two and five years old. And um, some of those people, you know, if I see them today, they're very elderly today and they will remind me that they're still praying for my kids. Mm. And I think that's important, right? To have a cloud of witnesses of or, uh, the village as we've talked about right um praying for our children and yes. uh keeping them abreast of you know so-and-so struggling and you know can you pray for them um that's another yeah. way that we can involve other people and um, bring these you know our kids before the lord mm-hmm. yeah well it's a very difficult topic and uh i'm anticipating when i have kids myself you know to have this posture i mean it's easier said than done but well, um, i i was a perfect parent before i had children then i was a really <laughs> awesome parent i have to tell you i looked That's at other great. people and thought my kids will never do that and then yeah. your kids do things even worse right so yeah <laughs> that's a good word <laughs> um, yeah well i, I just a- you know i just want parents to to yeah embrace hope right embrace hope and love pray and wait and um and you know, if this reaches and touches somebody, I'd love to chat with you. 
And so send me an email at Shauna at mylivinghope.ca and we can talk more about this. Okay. Thank you, everybody. Bye. See ya. Bye. Thanks for joining us with Parenting with Hope. If you'd like to contact us, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at info at mylivinghope.ca. Or you can check out our website at mylivinghope.ca.